Blog Talk Radio. actually and throughout my 
uh, I'll call it a spiritual journey. Uh, you know, a spiritual journey. Um, throughout my spiritual journey, I've I've come to realize that, simply put, some people um, are spiritual charlatans <laughs> and scam artists. Whether it's due to uh, just a, a, an apparent ignorance in understanding what actually being spiritually aware is or on purpose while very 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 few are genuinely and authentically psychic um, and intuitively uh, connected and even fewer are ethical um, professionals that just so happen to utilize their psychic and intuitive skills um, as a service that they offer to people. Um, and, and I mean, my, my primary concern isn't on um, uh, uh, uncovering and revealing who the charlatans and scam artists in the psychic industry or business uh, are, um, but... I, I kind of have difficulty um, interacting with people in this community that I just so happen to have fallen upon, um, um, being that I, I, I do utilize um, psychic faculties. I do use metaphysical tools in order to understand the world around me and help people understand themselves. You know, um, for me, it's just, it's more than just a way to make money. It's more than just a business. Um, it's more than just um, a a a source of enlightenment. But it's it or it, or a source of comfort. It it is just a way of life for me. You know what I mean? Like I'm always psychically sensitive, and you know I don't care what anyone wants to call it, you know, for me, psychic or or emotionally receptive, whatever it may be. It's just the fact of the matter, you know, for me. I haven't, I, I didn't want to become a psychic when I grew up, you know. I didn't uh, look up to Sylvia Brown or James Van Prague or John Edwards or even Edgar Casey for that matter. I didn't look up to these people because I had no clue who they were. <laughs> right, you know, right, absolutely. And I had no, and this I'm talking about when I was 10 years old. You know, this is when my spiritual path began. I didn't care to know who those people were, and I didn't want to know, um, because I, I don't know. I just didn't. You know, I, I grew up in an entirely different environment. We weren't really exposed to that type of thing. I was, right. You know, Catholic. Um, it just wasn't the norm. <laughs> um, but, well, you bring me so, to my first point that I wanted to address with people, and that's the fact that I think a real spiritualist or a real psychic or medium or uh, any, anybody that studies metaphysics, you know, it's us trying to understand our own life. I think that's a big, big point right there because, you know, that's how I myself got involved in it. I feel like that's if you ask any any other person that really is truly, you know, open and aware of their senses, 
their deeper senses, I think they would easily say that, yes, they are trying to understand their own life. You know, they're trying to understand why things work the way that they do and why they can do this and other people can, et cetera. And I think that's a really good indicator, you know, if that person is legit or not. You know, if they use it in their day-to-day or they need to or however, that I think is a really good point that stands out. I'm glad you brought that up. It makes you think that, oh, well, you know, this person didn't just stumble upon it as a job. And, you know, like you said as well, I, I never looked up to those sort of people. I never even listened to anything remotely psychic or I never even heard about all of those famous people and celebrity psychics, et cetera. Like never even heard about them growing up until I started to research my own spirituality and then the names start pouring out and it all just kind of clicks and makes sense. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Actually, the first, uh, I guess, real world encounter I had was when I was back in college and Sylvia Brown had made a uh, a prediction about the school I was attending, the university, and they said that she said there was going to be a shooting there and blah, 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 all this crazy stuff for Halloween and I was there for Halloween and nothing happened. (laughs) Well, the point of this is not to discount, you know, any other psychic or to denounce their abilities. Everybody's human. Um, Everybody makes mistakes. And I think you just brought me to another good point to make for the listeners. You know, regardless of the, the, the grandiose or mystical images that these psychics may portray, they are human. Just like you, just like me, we all bleed, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's a very important fact that the listeners need to comprehend, you know, just like Sylvia Brown, just like me, just like you, you know, we may, it, some of us may be more psychically sensitive or claim to be <laughs> or perhaps truly are um, or aren't, but we all share that same commonality. You know what I mean? We all bleed. We all have faults. We all have flaws. We we all aren't always right. None of us are perfect. None of us are God. And and the same goes for the psychics and the spiritual figures um, that you, you guys look up to. You know what I mean? Um, the, the, the purpose I feel of that our... happens. It happens yeah. only yeah. because when they're in that states when they're in that state of loss. I mean, most of the time when people speak out psychic console, they're lost. They don't know where to go, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So they do look up to these psychic. And I think that it's uh, important for a, a person in that position, being an advisor, needs to not ca- not carry that sense of, you know, I Entitled am up to. Yes, yes. Right. But just the fact that people do look up and you have to be, you know, on your game. You have to be appropriate. You it's have not to even be... that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need for any uh, of the psychic, of these psychics out here or intuitions to have to wear amethyst and have to carry right. themselves with this, you know, transcendental, um, uh, I don't know, uh, elevated, um, where you know what I mean? But they do need to carry themselves. What they as, need to do a form of professionalism. Exactly. What they need to do is do their job. 
You know, that's what it is at the end of the day. Yes. To be a psychic doesn't mean that, it, that you know, there there is no need or requirement for you to communicate with the angels or for you to buy a deck of tarot cards in order to prove or or portray that you are a psychic. You know what I mean? That's not proof. The proof is in your skills and in your services. If you are doing your job as a psychic, then you will reap the the rewards that you should reward. And I mean I, I mean that you should be rewarded. And I feel like there is no problem with being financially compensated for your skills and your services, provided you actually have the skills you claim to have. And this is where the confusion comes into play, because a person's psychic abilities cannot be quantified as easily as, say, um, their, uh, the, the result of um, a surgery um, uh, that a doctor um um, complete for you. You know, right. you you right. know when you're healed or not. Your body, it's a physical result. But when a psychic purports that they are connecting to your energy or to the angels or to, you know, Metatron or to whoever, um, there's no way to really, to really um, validate that connection because psychics, true psychics, connect to intangible energy, but you know, uh, and that's where the the main issue is with me. You know what I mean? Like I'm a very, very, very like real person, and you know, and and I'm not saying this so that people can flock to me, you know, or whatever. And I doubt they will, you know. Um, uh, but I'm saying this because this is just what it is for me. You know, uh, being psychic or whatever, I, it's just, just. Uh, a word to, that describes my sensitivity to emotional energy, to mental energy, to intangible energy. You know what I mean? It's just something I've always done. It's something I can do. And I don't feel the need to to just call the energies I'm feeling um, the Archangel Michael or Raphael or, you know, some being from the Pleiades. Uh, or because I don't believe that that's real. You know, as a psychic, I'm supposed to connect to your energy, to your vibration, to the intangible aspects of who you are, your soul essence, and tell you what I feel because you can't see that aspect of yourself, you know, as easily as I may be able to. Um, and, and that's it. It's not for me to tell you that you have a thousand angels behind you. It's for me to connect to your vibrations and to tell you about the energy that you are putting off and through my expertise tell you how that affects and influences your interactions with other people around you. Tell you about the energies I feel being projected at you. You know what I mean? That is my job, to inform you on the intangible aspects of your existence. Nothing more. Nothing more. Why? why? Why should we do that? Is it because we can? Or no, is it because people psychic, need to know? But that's the thing. A lot of people feel like being psychic is such a faded uh, experience. You know what I mean? A person has a vision one day, or they see auras like me one day, and they feel, oh, you know, I have a gift now, and I have to go use this gift. You know, because I've been blessed with it You don't 
You don't have to do you don't have to change your whole life. You don't have to cut your hair off. You don't have to draw an X on your forehead. <laughs> I said this to you earlier. You don't have to sit in a wheelchair and pretend to be Professor X or or, you know, go paint some wings on your back and pretend to be an angel. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to use your psychic abilities just because you have them. You don't. You're a human being. There's no reason for it. You don't have to. But if you have that ability, it's just like a painter or a pianist. You know, they stumble upon the talent and skill, and they choose whether or not they want to cultivate that skill and utilize it in order to, you know, in order to make a living or or for whatever reason, simply because they love doing it. They don't have to do it, though. That brings me to the next point, though. That brings me to the very next point about how – uh, cultivating your skill, training yourself, and becoming professional. I think that's something that's very needed. I know there are, like, a couple schools that I've heard of in the U.K., over, you know, in Europe and stuff like that. Yes, the Arthur Finley studying mediumship. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. Arthur Finley, that was a big one that I heard about. I've looked into some of their classes as well, just for myself. But I think that's something that, is needed here very much so. There needs to be a standard. There needs to be a standard amongst this this professional career so that people understand and they know what they're getting into. You're not going to go hire a plumber who is actually, you know, a florist to come and fix your pipes in your house. You know, you want a plumber that has a, a degree or a certification or has been doing this for 25 years with their own business, et cetera. It's somebody. It needs to be tested and true. And I feel like I think there's one site out there uh, that I remember hearing about. I don't know if it was uh, live person or something like that, where they accept applications and you have to fill something out. But even then, I believe I filled it out and it actually seemed really easy. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was write some sort of paragraph, and it took a while for them to process my application. But I also had to pay for it as well. Just to get, just for them to review my application, not even to join. And I think that was the only one that I have found. But every other site, like Keen, that I'm a part of, you know, there was nothing that I had to do to become a psychic advisor. All I had to do was fill out a profile, like a Facebook or a MySpace or whatever. And boom, all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's just psychic advisor easily. And I just think it's way too easy to do it. I think it's way too easy, and I feel that there needs to be a tested and proven maybe certification that people believe in that say, okay, you have these credentials, and I have heard nothing but good things from this name or this brand. And I think that in doing that, that would knock out a majority of the fake people that are out there. And once that's put into play, I, I I see nothing but open windows and opportunities. Yes, Brandon, you don't understand. I created a, a nonprofit organization when I was 19, on this um, in on order to um, help um, have uh, the psychic profession accredited and certified as a real um, uh, prof- uh, 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 job or profession. Um, within the, just within the state, I don't know how far, I I just wanted it to happen all over, but, you know, here in New York, um, and 
the, before a job or a profession become a, can become accredited, um, there needs to be a curriculum that's created, and thus, um, um, I guess, handed over to the co- a college and taught at a college. Um, and so I tried to create an, an entire curriculum on um, the principles of 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 psychic uh, of uh, of psychism. You know, that's the proper word for it. But um, uh, the the principles of psychic sensitivity and awareness. And um, I don't remember what happened with that. I just I think oh well, all the data in my computer had gotten erased, and all the you know all of the work and time I put into creating those principles had just been um, eradicated, just destroyed, erased uh, on my computer, which is okay. You know, I, I never stopped writing. I still, uh, I've already started rewriting um, uh, just uh, the, the guidelines for psychic development, kind of similar to what the show is about, um, on my own, you know, to release as a book on, on psychism um, uh, and what it is um, in its purest form. But um, what what I was trying to do was create some a set of standards and guidelines that people could utilize in order to understand what um, distinguishes a genuine psychic from someone that isn't exactly practiced in um, in the in in that um, in their ability to to utilize their psychic awareness in order to tap into other people's energies um, from someone that just and from someone that just completely doesn't have the ability at all, you know, and I think that there are just, there, there's so many different subtleties to the matter, but I feel like if there, the standard was created, it would wean away so many of the people that are out there practicing today, and I even I did several radio shows on it, and I mean there are big radio shows, um, smaller unknown radio shows, like so many, and it always caused an uproar, you know, because a lot of people <laughs> thought that I was judging or trying to put them in a cage. I mean, it was like there were crazy well, of responses. The fake ones that are going to yeah exactly. exactly but you know that's because they're free to have this defined exactly. you know what I mean and that's what afraid. it'll create an intimidation factor to exactly. this whole job exactly it's, well, it will become competitive you know what I mean yes. and people will actually have to work and to become a, a psychic instead profession. of exactly but that's the thing that's why I think so many people gravitate to the psychic field because it's the easiest think of it this way the psychic business is the newest biggest booming business out there today and the, the entire spirituality and metaphysical uh, uh field industry. in general or industry um it, it is booming right now and the reason for it is because it's a home based business um it takes absolutely no material requirements there's no need for you to put in any money at all whatsoever in order to make a business out of practicing as a psychic. And also, the money you can receive from it is tax-free because you can work via donation. Why wouldn't anyone mm. to that, especially a clever business-minded individual? 
ten yeah. charlatan or a scam artist. You know, um, I think that's the lure for a lot of people. You know, they realize they. I think some there. There's so many different uh, um, uh, models a person interested in spirituality can fit into. There is the 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 um the misguided person or individual that doesn't want to know right. it, that that doesn't want to become a psychic but they want advice you know um those are the clients the consumers right um right. of course there there's the skeptics there's the skeptics there's the consumers then there are the um then there are the the psychic um quote unquote professionals or practitioners um, within the within the group the category of the psychic practitioners, there are several different types of uh, of um, uh, workers or or practitioners in that group. There there's the the ethical but untalented and unskilled psychic um, practitioner. Then okay. there is the there is the um, unethical um uh practitioner that still is is genuinely psychic aware they do exist <laughs> not all psychics are love and light and they don't have to be cuz that's not the way the world works you know right. get over the delusions <laughs> if you have any right now the whole world is not love and light and just because one person may be psychic doesn't mean that they have to be nice or compassionate or caring all they have to do is enlighten you on the matters that you need to be enlightened about and move on about their day. Hence me. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though I actually care about every person I talk to, um, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but then there are the other um, psychics that are unskilled and unethical, possess no psychic talent whatsoever, and are merely concerned with financial, financial compensation. Um, then there's, there's the, you know, there's the practicing developing psychic, um, that, you know, wants to make money from it, but, um, doesn't really have the ability yet or still learning. Um, and they look to the people that are not genuine to learn and it creates a vicious cycle. You know what I mean? And I mean, I, I don't know, like, I think that. And, and there's one more category. There's the category of the genuine psychics that are under the radar, you know, that are not doing this work for any money whatsoever. Um, and that doesn't that doesn't mean that they're, you know, good either. I don't feel like you can't be a genuine psychic and be financially compensated for your services, provided you actually have a quality service to offer. And I think that a quality service is more than merely telling a person that they have seven angels standing behind them and that everything is going to be all right. That's not the service. That is not your job as a psychic. That's not it. Your job is to validate, first and foremost, that you are connecting to a person, that person's energy. You know, you, you, you have to connect to that person's energy on a psychic or an emotional or a mental level. You know, if you can't do that, then you're not psychic. If you can't tell a person about the way that their energy is, comes across to you and to people around them, you're not psychic. Seeing visions of the number 22 and of a dog and of a fish hook, wink, wink, and 
<laughs> a light tower. Triple wink, wink, wink. <laughs> Does not define her being psychic. You know, because those images hold no relevance to the individual's life. A genuine psychic will connect to the person. That person will know that that psychic is connected to them because their energies meld. As a psychic, you you have to reach out energetically and, I don't know, just encompass that other person's energy and essence in order to read them and connect with them. Um, and by reaching out to them energetically, you know how that person is. You know their personality. You can feel it. You know, it's just... I can't explain it. You just know. Um, um, and you can tell that person how they are, what type of person they are, you know, and 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 how they appear to people around them and how their energy influences or affects other people because you're you're connected, you know. And I mean it's really, really, really simple to me. Maybe I'm just a natural. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I do know one thing. I know that I'm psychic, and I know what it means to be psychic, not to try to be a psychic. And that's what everyone today needs to learn how to let go of. Stop trying to be a psychic. Learn what it means to be psychic. Learn how to utilize your psychic faculties and abilities. Um, and that will clear up a lot of the, mis- the misconceptions and confusion we have. Um, well, it's still needed now more than ever, especially, especially if that's going to be a, a prevalent thing here in the, in the near future. And it needs to change. Planet Sherry, with Neptune and Pisces, that I think is going to be something that's going to be really drawn to the surface here. Yes, this more next confusion. Group of years. <laughs> it's actually going to cause more confusion because Neptune rules over the principles of confusion or spiritual. Enlightenment or transcendence. Well, what's the difference? <laughs> well, it looks like we're coming down to the 10 second mark. The show's over oh, quick. Oh, no. <laughs> but I had so well, much fun being on the air with you. I hope you're listening. Thank you very much for being here. Is there anybody in the queue? Or in, uh... Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, this will be the first of many talks to come. We'll keep you updated. All you got to do is follow the show, and you'll be good to go. And thank you, Dinah, for coming on here and sharing in this conversation. And thank you, listeners, for joining in. You're welcome. Everybody, take care, and good night. Good night.